Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 317. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Nate Reyes and Ryan Ripken. Uh... I tell you what, if there was ever a time where perseverance was at its highest, I would say it's right now. It's October. It's the postseason. Technical difficulties forcing us for a second take on episode 317. Ryan's about to crumble fresh off a pickup basketball game. Nate just pounded a quarter pounder. And asked before we started if he could eat his McChicken too, to which was he was met with a swift no from Ryan and I. I'm fresh off a move. We we just moved. There's nothing in our house set up really right now except this desk, this mic, this computer. Your desk is backwards, isn't it? it? My desk is backwards because I put it up in such a hurry. It's... It's postseason time. It's October. We, We're the beat grind, up. The grind yeah. continues. These are these are our dog days. But you know what? The players aren't the only ones that need to step up this time of year. It, we need to push through ourselves. We hold people to high standards. Hmm. And we need to hold ourselves to those same standards. And, you know, I, I told you guys before this, wasn't feeling good after the basketball game. I got hot in the last game. Humble brag. But... I was like, you know what? It's talking to my girlfriend. I don't know if, if I, you know, I'm really not feeling right. And I feel a little bit off. And she said, you know, you can't do it. It's the playoffs. And it's like, you have that. You're right. Why? Like, why would I ever think that? So I got in this chair locked in because October comes once boys once a year. Let's clarify maybe in a different universe big, once big in 2022. <laughs> so we got to step up to the plate. Pun intended. Yeah, you think we're going to get on here and like rag on these guys that are playing day in and day out and then take a day off just because someone ate a quarter pounder too fast? Like, no, that's not how we do things here. We'll never do things that way. And so we're here to talk about some playoff baseball. But for, but before Game we talk about decision. we all made it. That's I'm fair. Yeah, let, yeah, let's give her let's let's be a little transparent here. It wasn't exactly an easy decision. Yeah. I think Nate was seconds away from dropping out of this episode but alas quarter pounder will hold me off here we here we are uh before we recap the first couple games of these series ryan i need to ask you about your picks we need an explanation for your picks because you did not have the uh, luxury of being on the last episode where we made our picks you texted us which we appreciate to get the picks in before the buzzer um but there had and I, I won't name names, but there have been some people in the comments uh saying that your takes your your picks for this stage of the postseason were for lack of a better term, lazy. Yeah, you know it's <laughs> you know it's lazy taking the best teams in each series. I guess if that's considered lazy, then count me in. Well, you know, that's we quite talked literally about what, that's quite literally what you did. So I think that's <laughs> I think that's where the lazy is coming in. Well, okay. Well, we're going to dive into this, but the reasons behind it. Houston has been the best team in the American League. Can't wait to dive into that. They're playing some terrible baseball right now. 
the Yankees got the perfect matchup in the wild in the ALDS of all the games and all the teams that they wanted to play. And it's not because I don't think the Guardians are a good team, but the matchup does not play in their favor. The Guardians, they their way to win is try to keep, keep the game low scoring and close. They have really great pitching. They want to grind out at bats. They do not want to get into a slugfest with experienced playoff hitters that the Yankees have. Because if Stanton gets going again, Rizzo got going the other night, and obviously Judge still hasn't even you know, came onto the scene. That's trouble for Cleveland. I love what they're doing. I love the future. Tough. And moving on, you know, obviously to finish with Houston and Mariners, went with the smart decision. I'd love to see Seattle go and move on. But Houston, to me, it's the body of work. They're so consistent. And who am I missing here? Phils and Braves? I mean, the Braves have been the best team since June. The Dodgers are the best team in the league. Now, I will say the Padres-Dodgers series – I, you know, both of them, it's division rivals. You never know what happened. And when it goes to you never know what's going to happen, I'm going to take the team that has the body of work, that has the more complete roster, that seems to have better experience in the playoffs in recent years. So I get it. Lazy guy. Very lazy. <laughs> I don't think about things. I don't articulate things well. You know what? I'm just a guy that just I, – I know nothing about baseball. So I went one and three the first week. So I'm a scrub. But dear you, and you. not to not to rub dirt into the wound here, but I, Nate and I did mention the fact that you were only one in three and not zero and four simply because we pretty much waterboarded you into picking the Mariners. So <laughs> you know what? It's great. Hey, you know, I, I was glad to be wrong, and and it takes a man to be wrong, and I am wrong, but I will be right this time around in the DS series. Hey, look, and if it, I'm not, I'll, I'll be right back to it. I I want good baseball at the end of the day. Don't we just want good series? Who cares about if you're predicting them? Give me good baseball. Have we not had some good baseball so far? I only exclusively care about the predicting aspect. I couldn't care less about the good baseball. I just want that's to be right. That's only because he's 4-0. Well, I just want to be right. <clears throat> yeah, and and look, look, if you have a clean sweep, Congrats you're, on the you're, right, over you're the right back in this thing. You're right back in this thing if you have a clean sweep. You know, a couple of things. Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay, here and, we go. <laughs> and slow and steady wins the race. Okay, all right. Well, boom, baby. Ryan's opening up after just this is exhaustion. Well, right he went five from seven, five for seven from behind the arc tonight, and he's just ready to just throw heat. <laughs> okay. that, that, see, that's not completely accurate. The last game it was more for like three for five in the last game. Um, you know, had some, you know, put back for the game winner, just doing the dirty work. Hey, but, speaking of game winner, uh, let's talk about Jordan Alvarez and the Astros. Um, he, I. Is yeah, this is this Jordan's world, and we're just we're just witnessing it? Absolutely. Is this his league now? No. But he deserves the credit. He needs the credit. Haven't we talked about this, guys, in the past? If Judge and Otani weren't having the years that they were, and that was all the conversations, who was the next best hitter in the American League and possibly the whole Major League Baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Jordan's probably up there. Just taking a going out on a limb. Right? So that that's my point. He's he's been that guy, but now he's out 
to prove that he is going to will his team to the next round. And this is literally what I said. I want to say it was last episode when I went with the Astros over the Mariners. Or no, this may have been a couple episodes ago, Nate. Going back to the question when you asked me who is who would be the last team I'd want to see the World Series for whatever reason. And, and you said, and I didn't mention the Astros, and you were like, well, you you wouldn't mind seeing the Astros. And I was like, no, because we're getting to a point now where these guys are starting to fall off. The guys that were associated with that whole deal, they're starting to fall. They're get they're getting sent elsewhere. We need to see guys like Jordan who didn't really have any part of this. And I mentioned that it's like, I want to see Jordan just go off in October. And sure enough, the guy is going off in October. I mean, he's, he's, he's like a reincarnated big poppy. I don't, I, the, the clutch element is there because honestly that was my only yes. hang up the second you said that I was like well but then I was Apo like Taco. Well, literally the first two games so you got Apo Taco already I he's mean got the, the walk off I mean it's there he's got he, it's, he has to do it on a regular basis though that's it's too he, yeah, he's got to have the body of work to do it for years and years but man all we can say is this the Mariners were feeling themselves in game one. They came out swinging and they gave their best punch in game one. And what happened at the end? Well, actually, what happened throughout the game, Alvarez had a two run double early. Bregman hits a two run home run in the eighth to make it a two run game. And then when you need him most, Jordan Alvarez hits a go ahead, walk off three run home run to finish the game with five RBIs. And do we even want to talk about what he accomplished in game two? I think the Mariners coughed it up. I think it's more about cough up. I, I understand the 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 left on left nuke that Jordan hit, but that was Scott Service getting cute. Unnecessarily cute. What are you doing with Robbie Ray? He's been trash his last five times out, and then you try and get fancy. And bring him in to 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 bail out Paul Seawalk. And correct me it if I'm wrong, but right his idea. last was his last outing not the the Blue Jays game. It was game two like against the, the Blue game, Jays. the game where he just that was the game where they had yeah that's the game where they had to come back from like that eight one deficit. So Scott Service says I want Robbie Ray's rebound game to be with Jordan Alvarez at the plate. There was questionable pitch calling as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I was just about to touch on that. Was Jeremy Pena before Jordan, correct? Seawald goes slider, slider, way out. Both takes. And then he throws a cement mixer, uh, cement mixer slider that catches too much of the plate. And Pena just pushes it out there. And it's like, as a hitter, if you have my eyes going down and away, down and away, down and away, I'm going to lean into that slider. And if you try it again, I'm going to get there. And he did. Then Robbie Ray comes, and he barely gets a fastball by. Jordan should have hit the first ball to the moon. And he comes back with the same pitch. So there's questionable decisions on the Mariners' side with pitch calling, with pitchers being brought in that just basically handed, I hate to say it, but probably handed the Astros the series. You needed to take one in Houston. You had to. 
I mean, that, I think the other part that, that that's disappointing for Mariners fans, and it's going to be electric for Game Three. Don't don't get me wrong. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. I can't wait to see that. And they're going to come out swinging again because they have to. But Justin Verlander, I, I got to look up the stat for him. That was the he's tied for the most runs he's ever given up all season and in the postseason as well. I'm pretty sure around there he gave up six. That was the shot you took right. down the Astros Cy Young ace. In Houston, yep. that was your chance. You win that game, you have the legit, legit, legit path to win the series. And then, unfortunately, whether it was bad pitch selection or bad or management, pitchers not executing for the Mariners, here's the reality. The consistent superstar players that the Astros have shined late. Bregman yeah. and then specifically Alvarez. Those two guys... And then also just Houston just refused to go away in, in the ninth inning as well. Like that Alvarez doesn't come up and and do what he does if the two at bats or three at bats before don't don't happen. So team effort, and that's why the Astros are so tough. They just do not quit and they've been there before. That's a terrible combination for someone to beat them. And like we were talking about before we hopped on, this this is why I went with my heart. I really wanted to go Mariners, but not with my heart. I just wanted to keep the Amer the America's team narrative rolling. I wanted to keep the bandwagon rolling, but I had to hop off because I had to go with my heart, and my heart was telling me that the Houston Astros were just too good for this team. And again, no knock on the Mariners, but in a five-game series, if you miss your opportunity, like Ryan was saying, to knock out the Cy Young winner, and you blow that chance and go down 0-1 to then follow it up going down 0-2. I hate to say it, but like in order to beat a team like this, you have to capitalize on everything. And if you slip up even once, your chances just dwindled. Yeah. We'll see what happens in Seattle, though. Can't wait to see that atmosphere. I just hate 21 it. years in the making. I'm I'm amped for it, but I just hate that it's immediate like pressure packed. Like they can't even enjoy like a game where it's like, okay, well, even if we drop today, we got tomorrow. It's like, no, we can't even really enjoy ourselves because we have to take this or else we're going home. But who knows? Maybe it'll make it a, all that more electric. We will see. Uh, speaking of electric, game two for the Padres and Dodgers. I mean, we can we can talk about both if we need to, but I feel like the real the real highlights came in uh, game two. You guys were just we're literally were in the middle of packing. I had it up. I wasn't able to catch it, but like you guys were just blowing up the phone with like all these plays. So please feel free to to break down some of the things that caught your eye. I just feel yeah, like it was it, it was action packed. Like it had every aspect of baseball. Like every aspect. I mean, you saw like Good base running, clutch, two strike, two out hitting. You're talking about like superstars doing what they're supposed to be doing. You saw kind of bonehead mistakes in certain errors from guys you wouldn't expect, and it's just like it it uh, it had everything. It had a goose. We had we had a goose. Yeah, we had a rally can we, goose. Can we take a second to talk about that? First of all, it's and an this may goose. sound like an idiotic comment. I didn't know there was geese in in L.A. Yeah. 
wasn't aware. Didn't know that was a thing. Also, that he wanted to catch the action. That was like a a hybrid goose duck thing. thing. Weird looking. I don't know what that was. Yeah, they they kept saying duck on the broadcast, and I was like, let's let's clean that up. That's they said mallard. That's definitely not a mallard. Obviously, we all know what a mallard is because of The Office, but that's beside the point. I don't understand (laughs) why we thought that. That goose was ugly looking, man, and it looked angry. Geese are mean. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Where where were you watching that game? He might have been ugly, but he had a front row seat. So who's the real loser here? Yeah, who, 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 I, I don't blame him for stopping him. You kidding me? Seeing two heavyweights battle it out on in on game two. I was hoping and that line just, drive would smoke him. Yeah, well, that's a question I was going to bring up. <laughs> where does base? Where does Major League Baseball draw the line for pausing a game? Because I I I saw it come up on the phone as I was watching it. We were like in the middle of something, and I like stopped. And I was like, no, I have to see. I have to see what's going on here because this is very bizarre. And I went over and showed Meredith, and she was like. They just they just keep playing like that. I was like, I think the I think the rule is if if it can fly, we keep we keep rolling. Like if a if bear it can fly, let it ride. If yeah. a bear just walks through the outfield gate, well, that's a little and bit locks different. the fence. That's... But he sits down like the like the goose. Now that would be entertaining. Yeah, I would love to. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of semi pro. Where yeah. the bear gets loose. <laughs> where that's exactly. where my mind goes. That's what I'm a saying. little bit different. Like, you know, maybe the announcer makes an announcement like, everybody be quiet. You know, yeah. like something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine playing the outfield and the bear just snuck in through the center field wall and he's just chilling on the warning track? I would I would let him stay if it, as long as he shut the gate. As long as it wasn't like a hazard of play, like, we're good. We're So he's allowed to stay 400 feet dead center. So or- Bellinger, Grisham's running back there. It's the playoffs. They'll make the play. They'll go through the bear. I mean, how bad do you want but it? It's true. It's great. <laughs> you got to show up. How bad do you want it? You got to show up. No, game two, though, sounded like it was uh, It was everything a baseball fan could have wanted more. more. More small ball. I did see, I saw some some instances of small ball, which that's something that has been of the frequent variety this postseason, which... It begs the question. If small ball is viewed still as a way to effectively win baseball games, especially must win baseball games, why are we not seeing it more in the regular season? Because now, especially uh, moving forward with the regular scene, regular season being more important. I think you will. I think you will with, with, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Like, what's now up with the, the nonchalant approach? Now that the shift is gone, I think it's going to be easier to string together hits. But I think, I mean, but they were saying this on one of the broadcasts that, like, the, I think the last, this postseason and and then the last postseason, like, the, the team to out, uh, out home or the other was, like, 20 and 2. So it's like, you're not Fair. able to string together a whole lot. You know what I mean? And it, you're you're facing guys that are just completely locked in. Obviously, starting pitching has been uh, ridiculous so far. Way better than what we would expect. So I, it's hard to string that together. You know what I mean? So to give up outs when you have a chance to just put it over the fence and, and give your team a lead, I don't know. 
I, I think a big thing is just regardless of what you're doing, you got to be able to do both. You have to be fundamentally sound. And I know that sounds corny and cheesy, but look at last night, for example. And, and it had everything as far as great defensive plays. Defense great, was great. great. Defense was great. Pitchers working out of jams. At Gratterall, Gratterall, whatever, the one-hand play, running like he's a third baseman, barehanded and getting the guy at home, like that's yeah. unbelievable. Those are game-winning plays. But the one that also I talked about, I did a video about it on Instagram, you know, Trey Turner tried to be too quick on a double play ball. That also is the human element of sports, errors. Yeah. And in that moment, Trey Turner tried to be too quick, didn't get make sure he secured it, didn't get anybody out. Now everyone's safe, first and second. Next batter, Profar, uh, chops one through the hole, and the Padres have a lead that they don't relinquish. And I'm not saying the Dodgers had their chance and Suarez worked out of it, but those are moments, too, that, you know, even though they happen, he's going to bounce back. They do get magnified. And the Padres did a little bit more of the little things, plus they had the big ball. Machado was great. You know, Machado yeah. Machado stepped up, especially with Soto having his struggles. And then, you know, Kyle, you asked the question. I mean, Josh Hader, man, did he come in and, and, and do a job and, Josh and lock back? down? That's the question. I feel like it only takes one for closers like that. You know what I mean? It only, it, takes, one. It only takes one outing to where you're like, oh, this is what it was like. Ah, okay. Now I know. And for four outs, I'm impressed. I mean, he was, you know, fa fastballs were, uh, he had a little bit of a loose fastball. I'll say that. But he locked it in when he needed to. And I think the only reason we talked about this before we hopped on is the, the only reason that became an inning was because of Freddie Freeman being a freak. Like that 0-2 fastball at his chin that he <laughs> that he puts it off the wall. It's like no one else does that. No one's doing you that. Kidding left me? on left. 99 at the what? letters. Yeah. Lefty on left. That's kidding stupid. me. Stupid. So um yeah, I I think I think Hater might be back, dude. If you're doing it that way, I think you might be. I think you might be back. And this and is why they signed him. Yeah. And and because of this this schedule and like having a day off in between, I don't see why he won't be as dominant moving forward. You got to trust the track history with him. They trade, sorry, they traded for him, not signed him. But yeah, this is why you brought him in. He's a lefty that throws ninety nine. If he can be around the plate, which he was, and I know it got a little bit dicey towards the end. Man, this this that's who they want, and that's who they need to have the ball in his hands if the Padres are going to get to the championship series or to the World Series. He has to be that Josh Hader that everyone was hoping he would be when he got traded did you say uh ball in hands <laughs> i thought sure. it was ball in hand ball in hand balls in hands like, like uh ryan you may not know this mm -hmm. you weren't on here last episode but support for the 30 take is brought to you by manscaped Whoa! Hey, <laughs> howdy! The best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 
20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code 30TAKE. That's our social handle. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. Phillies Braves. Actually, pause. I meant to ask this after the Mariners Astros <clears throat> series. Where do we where do we see these uh the remainder of these series going? Let's start with Mariners Astros. Do we see this as a clean sweep? Nah, I I I think the Mariners get the first one. I just I don't see it going back to Houston. So you got Houston and four. Yeah. I think I'm on the same boat. I'd, I'd see a tough time with the with the Mariners. I would love as a baseball fan for it to go back to Houston, but I, I think Houston's going to take one or two out there. And then Padres Dodgers tied a one apiece. I think I'm saying five. I think it goes back I'm, to L.A. I think it goes back to L.A. too. Hey, like we we're talking about, if it goes five, there's a good chance uh, yours truly might be out there. Yeah, we'll might love be that. You got to find a way in. Might be in attendance for Game Five. I'll be out there. Uh, Phillies Braves also tied at one apiece. Uh, Phillies get they uh, they steal game one. Uh, game actually, yeah, Ryan, that, I think do what I was just gonna say. I mean, just like it, I, I, I felt the layover on that, and I think we they've they've talked about that on MLB Network, they've talked about it on every broadcast during these games of like the time off for the division winners. And like, I, I feel like the Braves felt it the most, you know, and you saw it with pretty much every team. Like you saw the Yankees kind of get a little slow offensively starting out, but then they warmed up. The Astros got punched in the mouth right away. Game one from the Mariners. And then obviously figured it out. I think, I think the Braves are going to be fine, but that, that was a little bit of a, a weird, I don't know. Which Fluke. you did say. You said you thought it would be for maybe like three innings, and it ended up being like. I mean, they good... only what they lose. They lost seven six. Yeah, because they, they came they, back Olsen and had, had a two homer. Yeah, Olsen had a three two run three. homer in the ninth or three. You know, I think that's like that's all you can ask for, right? Like you just give you guys a chance in the bottom. So it's just like they had that, and despite a, a very below average start, and they also, yeah, Freed Freed didn't have his best stuff. They were not good with two outs and the a Phillies lot were. of dudes, a lot of dudes left yeah. on base. So like that was the thing for the Braves. They were not the Braves in game one and hats off to the Phillies. How is, how are the Phillies going to take a game in, in Atlanta? They're big guys that they acquired. This is why you went and got these guys in free agency or if it's trades or whatever it was, but specifically I know Schwarber had a rough game one, but Bryce and Castellanos, I think combined for six for eight, Castellanos had three RBIs and he had the diving play that that saved uh, would would have been at least a triple, and that's big. You need those guys can because we, can we yeah, just real quick acknowledge how much of a complete baseball player Bryce Harper has become over the last few years? When we're talking about like all of the aspects of baseball. He's really locked it in. You know what I mean? Like you're you're watching self selfless baseball, you're watching really good base running, you're watching like a two strike approach like a like a typical, you know, leadoff guy would do, 
That is, it's not what he's paid to do, right? Guys like him aren't paid to do that kind of stuff, and he's doing it. And it's like, it's, it's, this Bryce Harper is like a, a different level Bryce Harper to me. Like, I think he's reached that next, I didn't know he had another gear. I think this is like his next gear of what he's capable of. It's great leadership too for their team. Yeah. You know, he was the guy and look, I, I, I've touched on this. This was the perfect storm for both the Padres and the Phillies. They had, how much have we talked about their expectations going into the season? Yeah. You know, Girardi you have all these players. Harper gets hurt at the midway point. The Phillies, you know, still aren't there. The Padres are so far behind in the NL West, but they're making moves. Tatis has a suspension. And then when they get to the postseason, it's like almost everyone forgets about those full expectations, yeah. which was perfect for them. And then you have Bryce come back. He gets healthy. And what happens? The Padres get to play the Mets, who have the most pressure in the wild card round right. after just squandering away that division and that everyone's looking at, well, the Mets can't blow this series. All right, that's awesome for the Padres. And then for the Phillies, Yadi and Albert Pujols, this is their final ride. They're going to have magic. Mm-hmm. And no one was talking about the Phillies need to win, the Padres need to win. Yeah, And I think that that's just, I wanted to just throw that out there because now they built that confidence and they are good enough to beat these teams. Whether it happens, we'll find out. And they've found a way to upgrade their defense. Their bullpen is showing up now. The fact that Eflin is closing down games and it may not be pretty, but he's finding Mm -hmm. a way to get it done. Um, Alvarado, that lefty just throwing absolute disgusting, just pills all over the place at one Oh one. The Phillies are good. To be fair, Ryan, to your point, the, I I would say, at least from my perspective, you guys may disagree. I think the only pressure that they were facing was in September, and it was to get in and to I get guess, in technically yeah. at the start of October. To, to, I agree with to that. Get to get in, in because if you would have crumbled again, it would have been the yeah. same thing we saw last year, and it would have been like, okay, now what are we going to do this off season to maybe try to get over the hump next year? And they, but they, I agree with that. I, I think people also this with the Bryce Harper injury though. I do think people thought that they would fall off. Like that was it. Like that was the guy. So it was going to be, if there was going to be one more hall pass, it was going to be the Bryce Harper injury, but it's so great because man, the Phillies, they are, this is going to be a very good series. I mean, the Braves, obviously we talked about it. They are arguably better than they were last year, but whether or not the Phillies win this series, I think this is great momentum moving forward. And to your point, Nate, Bryce Harper is that dude. Yeah. He is that guy. And if you're a Phillies fan, I hope you appreciate what he's brought to your team. And he is going to continue to deliver for years to come. Do we have any concerns about Kyle Schorber for the remainder of this postseason? Currently 0 for 16 with 8Ks. Uh, Do we think he turns it on game three? Uh, Who's that matchup? What does that look like? That is. Also, while you're looking that up, just got to give a little love to Kyle Wright. We don't know who's going for the Braves. Got to give a little love to Kyle Wright. Six innings, no one runs. Guy has just, I feel like, flown under the radar, like, severely this year Mm -hmm. as a whole, not even just recently, just as a whole. I remember facing him in spring training in 2021. 
And he just would spot up two seamers running in on my hip where I'm like, I got to get out of the way. And it's just spotted, spotted away. I'm like, who is this guy? And I heard about him, but seeing him up front, I'm like, okay, wow, your stuff is good. And it's awesome to see. He stepped up in a big way for the Braves. He's been, they needed that. And now the Braves are back on track uh, in a, uh, which is going to be a dogfight in Philly. I can't wait for the Philly fans to say what you want yeah, about they, that. That's nuts. I, I know people, it, it drives them crazy, but they're a good fan base. They are going to get rowdy up there. Mm -hmm. They're going to be talking bad about their family. They're just going to be, they're going to, they're going in there. Yeah. You might need to earmuff small children. <laughs> this is, this is Nate Reyes out of context. Everybody in Philadelphia is nuts. <laughs> Told you. <ya. laughs> oh gosh. Uh, uh, I stick you, to it. Who'd you say we got that matchup? You say we don't know. Uh, Nola for Philly, but we don't know for the Braves. Um, I think I, I don't, I don't know. We got a weird answer from Snit about Strider. Like yeah, they were still up in the air. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I could see maybe like uh like a quick leash Charlie Morton, maybe. Like a like a could be maybe one and a half times through the lineup kind of situation. Maybe two times through. Is know. there any is there anything on Strider in general right now? Have we heard anything? Other than no, the fact that the Braves snatched up another guy besides that part illegally. Yeah. I, I don't understand how they do it down there. I, like there's something seriously in the water. I don't know what kind of black Conspiracy. magic AA is is using down there, but I it doesn't make sense. No other team is doing this. It's just this all well, this stuff. well. However, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're I'm what well, it was a six year deal, I believe, and he's got to go through how many years until he's a free agent? Four, I think, I I think he's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's five, but whatever it is, but it, this like was his rookie year. This is his rookie year, right? Yeah, not losing yeah. my mind. Yeah, so I, I, this is the blueprint that I think other team, the Braves are just doing it the best. They're going, you know what? We're going to give guaranteed money right now. We're going to give you the opportunity. If you're still this good, you're going to make some serious money come free agency. Yeah. And it is a gamble. But, I mean. Yeah, but you're not gambling that much. Like, you're really not. Like, you've seen you, the proof is in the pudding Especially of, of what he's been able to do. You know, it's just like you're getting that at a discount. And that's, it's it's smart. I think I think every other team just hates the fact that they're so good at it. That's the way I see it. It's brilliant. It really is. And now I'm really curious to see what his contract is. I'm it's going because it, it's going to 2046. Lock it down as is the twelve dollars a year. It's yeah. just brilliant. The Bra this is why they're the Braves. It's just they're yeah. they're impressive. They're speaking impressive. of, uh, speaking of contracts. I I like the little Rob Thompson extension. While they're playing good baseball, remove the inner. I saw that tweet. I saw the headline: That's Phillies pretty... remove interim tag. I got fired up when that I that gases up the clubhouse. Dude. That, that got me fired up. Real smart timing. That's just like, hey, no matter how this year goes, no matter how we finish this up, you're our guy. That's got to feel good. It's got to feel real good. I love that. So I just was looking this up. 
And this is why this is brilliant. So it's a six-year deal, correct? So if it's a six-year deal, in 2023, they have team control for the next two years. Then he finally hits arbitration in 2025. So when it's all said and done, five of the six years, it's going to take five years for him to be a free agent. So they're just saying, hey, you're going to stay with us for one extra year and you can go and hit the market. You're getting an ace potentially where you're sacrificing, where you're going to say, I'm going to sacrifice one year and Strider saying everything goes well, knock on wood. He will be 28, 29. Yeah. It's insane. What Camp Hopper Kyle, what, what's the conspiracy for this? By the way, that's really catching on. I don't know. If, I don't know if you've noticed, but like, <laughs> I, it, oh yeah, I, I love that it's catching on. I've been hit with that in the comments a number of times already, so I'm 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 really loving it. Um, what what are you trying to get my take on? Whether so you're saying this, you're you're a conspiracy guy. Maybe I should ask Nate, but I mean, like, what's going on down there? I I literally don't know. It has to. There has like to is, be. I'm confused. You don't have a conspiracy for me. That's why I'm confused. Like usually, you guys have something. No, the, like I, I, this is so far beyond conspiracy. I, I've tried to figure this out for the last year and a half to two years. I don't understand how they're doing what they're doing in Atlanta. And really, the only thing that it comes down to for me is that there must be some script that AA is reading off of when he sits down for these meetings. The ultimate salesman. The ultimate salesman. And I don't know what's in that script, but whenever these guys hear it, I guess for the first time, maybe it's like a clubhouse secret. Hey, once you hear it, you can't share it with anybody else because these guys are going into these meetings for the first time with him to have these conversations. And he's reading off whatever script it is, and they're going, I'm sold. I'll sign for $12. It it just doesn't make any sense, and I I don't think I'll ever understand it. Once... Riley signed uh, the dominoes fell for everybody else. It's, it's not hard for anyone else because you had Acuna, you had Albies They're They're two years into their contract. And then when Riley committed and then you ex- traded and extended uh, Matt Olson, it was like, it, everything's just going to fall into place after at that. Like you're talking Strider, you're talking Michael Harris, the second, like everyone's just going to fall in. And now, I mean, more that I've, thought about it the more that i've talked to braves fans i think this really means that dansby's probably gone because i think dansby is wanting a longer term contract he's gonna get paid he deserves an interesting yeah but wasn't it interesting a few years ago there was a conversation about dansby dansby swanson you know not working out for them just not being a good enough player that was up until and, this year that was up and literally until yeah this i was year, gonna say right? what's wasn't, up with he, this wasn't he always but I, I I shook it off last year to be like, come on. Like he's he brings more things to the table than just his bat. And but yeah, the the drum was beating louder for Dansby, but then all of a sudden he flips the script and Yeah, so does Nate. And you play a premier position. You want to talk about Camp Hopper <laughs> Kyle? Nate had written this dude off two years ago, and now all of a sudden, well, he deserves to get paid. He does. Deserve, but he deserves he's a, not gonna he deserves get paid a by lifetime them. contract. No, he's not going to get paid by them because they're not going to give him more. He He's, what, 28, 29? He's probably looking for like a six-year deal, five, six years. And he's not going to get that from them. Why would they commit to a shortstop when they have Grissom just chilling, ready to go, who's been getting ABs and had plenty of playing time when Albies was out? I don't think Dansby's the future unless he's willing to do like a two- or three-year deal. 
This and I don't a, think he can after him finally having a breakout season. This is a talk for the offseason. We're getting too far into the weeds here. We're uh True. True. We are there there was yeah. some news we can talk about it later. We can talk about it off script about another there's another move that was declared today. Uh um, but he's not in the postseason, so it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters right now is literally like postseason baseball. That's it. Barry Bonds unretires, signs with the Braves for a McDouble. <laughs> a McDouble. <laughs> uh, no onions, no pickles. Guardians, Yankees. Okay, Nate, tell me if I'm wrong here. I found out today, and I don't know if this is true. Was there a point in time? Where the Yankees were considering a retractable roof. No. No, I think that was because a I read today, today that apparently in like 2006, possibly, that a conversation was being had prior to the new stadium being built about a retractable roof. And I don't know if there's any truth to that. No, I haven't heard anything. Well, it was 2006, so it was. Yeah, a minute ago, but I didn't know if there was any truth to that. But I don't know if there was any truth to that. They missed the boat because uh, we're yeah having could have to, played today. We're having to catch up on Miss Baseball now. Yeah, and they were scheduled it for one, right? Mm, yeah, stupid. That's, that's so is it, is it fair to say, would, Nate, would you think that's a disadvantage for the Yankees and their fan base? I mean, I think it's still going to be – some people are trying to make the debate, well, it's not going to be full capacity. I don't see any playoff game in New York not being full capacity, but do you think uh, it yeah. helps the Guardians at all? No, I I don't think it necessarily hurts anybody. Um, do you get, do you get Bieber rested one more day? Cause he obviously threw game one in that, in that Rays series. Um, what this does for the Yankees is that it just buys a little bit more time. If they do have the ability to advance buys a little bit more time for DJ LeMahieu buys a little bit more time for Matt Carpenter to get back on their feet, get back to normal. But I'm, I'm a little nervous about like the lack of live ABs that the Yankees lineup has, has not gotten. Um, so I, I think that's the only thing, but, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, it, it doesn't, doesn't make me nervous in any other way. I just, I don't know what it is. It's just this, this series doesn't make me nervous. Well, I mean, I, this is another part, you know, you're the Yankee guy. Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, game one, even though he continues to give up homers, is everyone was hounding him, but he was what you paid for him to be, finally. Say what you want. He gave you what you wanted. Was that what you expected? Uh, yeah. I think this was like the the perfect scenario for him to be introduced to a, you know, a lineup that doesn't have a ton of pop. Um, it this was his first start in Yankee Stadium for a postseason, so you had that extra juice, and it's still an issue. It's still him missing over the middle of the plate. And it's just like he's gotten, he was lucky. Overall, he was fairly lucky. But what I loved is that he got away from his fastball because he realized that his knuckle curve was just stupid that night. And so he's just kept going back to that. And that's the Garrett Cole I need to see. I don't need to see the stubborn Garrett Cole that is just going to 
shove his fastball efforts down your throat, regardless of what your team is going to do with it. And it's just like, I like that he got off the game plan a little bit. So it felt good. It was nice to watch. In that $324 million contract, did the fine print include giving up uh, first career postseason home runs to guys who are previously 0 for 10? A la uh, Stephen Kwan. Yeah. He needed Yankee Stadium to get that ball out, too. Yeah, it's true. Very true. But Like, Like we always say, both teams play in Yankee Stadium. Yes, they do. They sure do. Um, uh, crazy thing is this brought back Oriole memories for me. I think you might know where I'm going with this. <laughs> the Donaldson I didn't ball? see it. Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, dude. What Kyle, was did you that? See that? First of all, what was the first base coach doing? Because I saw a lot of blame big high not five. being assigned to him. <laughs> Just a big high five at a boy. Stuck the hand out. <laughs> Great job. Oh, that was tough, dude. I I just it was odd to see the ball kind of bounce back that way. Um, there were a couple miscues by fans in that game that I'm not happy about. That ball needs to be snagged, number one, because if that ball gets snagged, it's it's not it's not getting overturned. That's a home run. The other one was the the ball down left field line that uh um Orlando Cabrera like went over and like kind of hopped up against the fence and the guy like hit his hat off. I don't know if you watched the replay but the fans like putting his arms out to like not even catch the ball. Like he's like going to like stop Cabrera. It's like what are you doing? Get out of the way. So, if you're sitting on that first row all the way around, know your job. It's not that hard. Know what you're supposed to do. But don't you get would you get taken out from the game if your hands are near the field of play? Aren't you removed? Left field line, get out of the way. Right field corner, I think that ball's a home run if it just it hits his hand. Like he didn't even have to reach over. It just had to hit his hand. Everyone's aware of obviously the Jeffrey Mayer situation. It's a very it's a very tough for those listeners that didn't know, go back and watch that. Jeffrey Mayer, Orioles, Yankees, Derek Cheater, ball to right field. True hero. The ball is not going to get out of the ballpark. True hero. It's right not there. getting out. Guy is camped underneath. Donaldson's ball last night was a thousand times more of a home run than <laughs> that, that one. For sure. 100% like it, agree. It's not even yeah. close. Yeah. And I, that just awoke me a little bit because he was camped in the Orioles-Yankees game. And then that, you know, then the Yankees dynasty started. So maybe Jeffrey Mayer clutch. Know, continues. He, he made history. Real clutch. Nate, that was some that was some nice 2004 Red Sox recall there with the Orlando Cabrera plug. I appreciate that. Orlando Cabrera, Oswaldo Cabrera. My bad. That was nice. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. didn't want to let that go. Yeah. Without mentioning it. What a goon Orlando Cabrera was. Hey. Goon. We'll talk about a dynasty starting. Just wearing a 3XL jersey. All right. Uh, you want to tell people about Big League Chew? Yeah, Big League Chew, founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson. Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Rangers bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouch is packed with shredded flavorful bubblegum. Bubblegum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubblegum. Grab some gum, head to Big League Chew's social media channels, at Big League Chew Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your Big League bubbles. You can also find a list of... Uh, products or purchasing you oh, 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 oh 
Bigleechew.com. Bigleechew. You can find we'll a see. list of retailers or purchase any of their products. Uh, Look, man, bad. these these truly are. These, this is a grind, man. We're having this. Yeah, I just booted the ball in the top of the eighth. That's all right. So got an inning right and a half a ball left. Uh, um, I'll be honest with you. Game one of that series wasn't all that exciting for me. Although, hey, credit to the, I, I rag on on the Bronx faithful a lot. They showed up, they showed out. Place was rocking. So why wouldn't they? It's always been lit. Place is always lit. Oh. I wouldn't say always lit. Playoff wise, always lit. What are you talking about? Playoff playoffs in New York is is a different breed. I will say it is. Yeah, it's never let down. What, I don't understand what as you're a talking non about. as a non Yankee fan. I think it's one of the cooler things when the Yankees are in the playoffs because it, that looks like a, just a tremendous uh, place to be. The Reds, Boston's the same way. Like Boston, New York, both have different feelings, different different ways. But New York, New York gets hyped. Place is rocking. No need to even ex- just. That's perfect. It's never not been late in the postseason. Place is uh, so any any. I'm Any just, doubt I'm they pulling, lose game. I'm pulling the full sample size here. I wasn't just looking at the postseason because, like, there have been okay. big non-postseason games before where it's like you look around, you're like, "What are? Did they Already forget there was a about game? This. Already talked about this. At, it's, it's New York my, City. It's not my point. It, it's not it's my New point. York City. Number one, the only the only time you're saying that is because the seats right behind home plate aren't full because there's a restaurant underneath those seats and they're eating before they get to their seats. And number two. It's New York City. No one's on time anywhere ever. They're showing up in the third. That's just because of the subway being packed. That's how. It's always been lit. Man, I I thought that that would be met with appreciation, not criticism. I was just trying to, you know. And they came out my, hot there. Tip mm-hmm. my cap a little bit here, but you know what? I don't know why you're surprised. I was just, I was just. Maybe take the compliment, Nate. I was just All making right. conversation. I will. Shout out Rizzo take- for a heck of a game one as well. Crazy digs at first. Clutch clutch little second deck pop. I don't care. There and done that. I don't care if he spends the next ten years there. He's not gonna be a Yankee to me. It it that fit just it it's not a fit to me. He just looks weird it. in in the Yankee Bill stripes. Great. No, it's it's not a, a real fit. handsome fella. Well, it's not a fit. He is, he is. But yeah, the it's got it's going to stay as a Cubs. You know, I'm with I'm with Kyle on that. I think you know, no matter how long he plays for New York, I, I have that image in my mind of him catching the final out, hands in the air, being smart and putting that ball in the back pocket because that's historic baseball right there. Um, awesome, Nathan, Kyle. Is there any chance Cleveland steals game two? I could see it. I could see him taking game two. Is there any chance? Nate, I already know the answer, but go ahead. I I don't know. I, can I, I, share, I have more can trust I, in Nestor than I do Garrett. The whole nasty Nestor is, is the man. So I got all the faith. Yeah, I think if, if Cleveland steals one, it's going to be game three. I don't think they get, take game two. I don't know why, but this whole uh, schedule change for me really got me feeling in different ways about this game. 
If yeah. this would have been played as scheduled, I'd have been like, I probably see Yankees taking game two. But the the change in time, change in day, I don't know. I like I like shaking the it up. Change for the change in time is real lame. Not yeah, a not a, not a big fan of that. I don't like it either. So with that said, if they're gonna snag one on the road, why not do it in game two? Yeah. Well, if they didn't do Shaking it game up. one, they got to do it game two. You know, saying I mean, if, that they if, don't. If Bieber is anything like he was in in his first start, the Yanks are gonna have an uphill grind for sure because he looked good. So we'll see. I don't know. Cleveland needs that type of game. Oh, mustache magic coming out of Nestor, I think. That's the guy that just, like, doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't care about time change. He doesn't care about the day change. The guy just doesn't care. Like, he's going to do his thing no matter what. Yeah, first pitch is delayed by four minutes. He's not going to cause a scene to the media. True. As, he, does, he doesn't break other. down. He's not, like, he just doesn't care. He's the dude. He's that dude. And Harrison Bader, man, that, uh, I love it. I'm here for it. Hometown kid, get after it. That was I can't wait to watch Nestor pitch in Fenway for the rest of his career. I don't know why you think that is the case. Why would that happen? You just wait. You just wait. Okay. You just wait. Uh, I don't think we got the, the predictions for the remainder of the series for Phillies Braves. So these last two series, how do we see them going? Phillies Braves, how do we see it playing out? Five. Ooh. Back to Atlanta. A, almost a jinx. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And then Guardians Yankees. Four. I'll give I'll give the Guardians one. Yeah, I, I think giving them one. I, I don't think this the series goes back to New York and sets up for an Astros Yanks ALCS. It had to, it has to come down to this. It's it's always had to come down to this. I mean, I I can get behind that. I I'll admit, I, I I can get behind that. I may not be a nice person during that week, week and a half stretch. I'm just gonna let you know. I hope not to us. I'm gonna be. I'm like, gonna towards everybody. I'm gonna okay. start a petition that they add a Roldis Chapman to the ALC <laughs> what a, lineup. What a, if that happens? Um, or the, I'm uh, so glad he's done. If that happens. So glad he's done. They just need. They just need an excuse, and they got it. They really did. Nor, nor like it was, it was justifiable. You, you, you haven't been playing well. No. And then you, you, you want, demand you want a roster spot. You want a guarantee, and they said no. And you don't come to work out with your team in the most important part of the year. That is why you were signed, and that is why you are in New York. Peace out. What Dallas Braden said about that 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 tweet in regards to Stephen Vogt and Chapman is just the different types of character. He said, couldn't have been more spot on. Yeah. He said, Stephen Vogt did early blocking drills before a game. He wasn't catching the day before retiring forever. Aroldis Chapman missed a team workout before a playoff series. No amount of money or success will ever be a substitute for character. This is addition by subtraction. Nailed it. Which, by the way, some of the comments, dude. I have little faith in humanity after reading some of the comments, dude. Like, people are like, well, it's not that serious. It's like, it have we have we sunken so low as a society where like you're not even like you don't have to show up for your job anymore like it's yeah. it's if you want to like if you're if you're up to it if you're in the mood like 
Our standards have just dropped. But I'm not going to make this I, about society. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. But, I, some but, of the comments but, had me had me a little worried. But quick thing, because it relates to baseball and life. Two things that people expect of you. Effort and accountability. If you want to be successful playing baseball, you have to be, especially at that level, you have to obviously be good. We know that. But you have to continue to show the effort, and you have to be accountable when things are going wrong. And if you're not... You're going to have a tough go when baseball is still going on. You're going to have even tougher time when you're outside of baseball and you realize what you have to do in the real world. Bold prediction. He's going to be a Miami Marlin. Oh, I can see that. He already lives in Miami. Picking up the scraps. Yeah. Connect the dots so the Marlins can Mm -hmm. make the third place next year. No. Fourth? That's a bold. They got to sign some sticks. They got to get some bats. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to broach that, but you know. Anyway, guys, I'm excited. This is honestly, I tell people this all the time. If you're not a baseball fan, watching playoff baseball will make you a fan. In any sport, there it's a different level of intensity. I'm sure everyone can say that about every playoff scenario. But I have these moments just in you guys that just sink into your mind. Like go watch go watch the walk-off home runs and watch the watch David Ortiz highlights. I know Kyle's watched it 10, 11,000 times. Go watch Aaron Boone game seven. Sorry, Kyle, but go watch those. Go watch for me, Delman Young get ball down the line and hear that place rocking. You can't beat it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. San Diego is going to be bonkers. Phillies, Philly is just going to be. No, Philly is going to come unglued. It's going to be insane. <laughs> I, I expect pieces of the stadium to fall and it's going to just collapse. How long was it again? Since they've been 11, in the postseason? 11 years. 84 years. Okay. 11 years. <laughs> uh, is that it? That's all we got. Unless you guys cool. got anything else. Spicy McChicken. Here I come. No free ads? McDonald's doesn't, doesn't care about that, I think. I had McDonald's for lunch today. Proud of you. It was That's fantastic. Good. Was it just the I quarter just pounder? Or did you? Now. Dude. No, they had a little deal. You get a $5 combo. You get the quarter pounder, medium fry, medium drink. Five bucks. Sweet tea? Sweet tea. Attaboy. It's my guy. That was cute. That was good. <laughs> I'm a sweet tea on guy. That note, on that note, uh, everyone, it's a great day to have a day. Enjoy the rest of the playoffs in the, in the DS. See you next time. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.